Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 161. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. I think the combat is over. You can roll your cool discipline. The two guys with me don't... The one is unconscious. The other one is totally surrendered. He's like, I'm, just, I'm down. I'm down. Okay, I take the other guy's shotgun, because I don't have a clip in mine. <laughs> I don't want him to take the shotgun, and I guess I... That's probably good. I you, back out of there. Do you uh, club him as well, or just let him fly? He didn't make any special requests, so... No, he did not make a special request. He doesn't want to get clubbed, you know? He'll take his chances later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I might say, get clear of the thrusters. <laughs> nice callback. That's good. Yeah, that's... He rolls well clear. Yeah. The retort right there. <laughs> Well, mostly I'm like, what's the point of not shooting him if we just burned him to death? Yeah. You are all crammed on the ship. There's nine people on the ship right now, I think. Yeah, we just need to get somewhere. Yeah, you are way above typical capacity. So give me a hard pilot check. Do we have story points? No, you do not. Okay, well then I will roll. Three successes. Yep, you're able to get up off the, the ground, Rocky Crag, without too much trouble. Uh, your sensor suite is online, but it is crowded in here. There's a lot of people. We can put them in the bedrooms. Somebody could be in the bathroom. There's still not enough room. Way too many people. You could tell there's a sensor lock on you. And they fire what missiles they have. Upgrade! Upgrade! Upgrade, yes. Okay. This will occur at medium vehicle range. They take an upgraded difficulty. They are also going to spend a story point to upgrade their attack. So it is a red and a purple against their gunnery. But the good news is, since we're all tightly packed, everybody, if they're my ally, gets bonuses to their perception or vigilance. (laughs) (laughs) So they see it coming. I have an important question. How much haul does your science vessel have? Not very much at all. It's a piece of paper. It has seven hull points, is that what you mean? That is what I mean, yes. And one armor. So you're gonna blow it out of the sky? Uh, no, it, you take five damage. But our armor absorbs one? Yes, armor absorbs one. So four. So wait, we have three left. And this is the effect of several missiles flying, even if they don't directly hit you, exploding in your area. Uh, ship is rocked back and forth. Thankfully, they seem to have mostly been direct haul hits and not on, say, your thrusters. Right. Or comm equipment or anything like that. They didn't have any advantages to crit or anything. But it is a nasty hit. All right. I need to make a comm call, and I need to know if there's anything that I can do to scramble. Like, is that a computer's check? That is definitely a computer's check if you want to make, like, an encrypted comm call. All right. You're trying to evade, like, Dominion sensor net. The person I want to call is not going to want me to make a call to them from Core Hall on an open line. Yes. I think it's a red and two purples because I'm spending a story point. 
and Lily is completely taken up with flying the ship. Yes. I'm going to say there's a black die too because there's too many people on this ship. It's just crowded. It's hard to get to the space you need. Do any of these people know anything about computers? Or, like, does anybody know anything about secure comms is the question. Yes. Professor Von Heelhawken. Uh, why, yes, I've studied computers. You don't know where he got a pipe from. <laughs> uh, but he definitely has a pipe now. Okay. I've studied electronic computation. Imogen drags him over. One hand, like, caked with blood still from the, her shotgun wound that she hasn't had time to deal with. Oh my, that looks serious. And she's tells him to, to do what he can to help her so that we can get aid. Okay, you can use his three ranks in computers. Okay. Yeah, story points. I am going to use a story point. So, this is a complete wash. Okay. But I make the call. I have done what I can with the system to the best of my ability. I'm still making the call. Okay. Who are you calling? I am calling Jimmy. Okay. Because, like, well, my choices are call Jimmy or call Egon. Because Stepman is on the Hyperion. Yes. But I think they're farther away. So I think I call Jimmy. Okay. Because what I need to know is, do you have any safe houses on Korhal? I cannot get these people off this planet in my ship. Yeah, yeah, And holy crap, we have these people. So let me ask you this. You know you weren't able to make a secure connection. Do you speak openly or do you try to obscure what you're saying? Just like verbally? Or are you frantic? I think I start by trying to obscure what I'm saying. But if it at all becomes clear that like he's not following, then I have to change. Okay. I think this is a hard streetwise check. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Can he just yeah. call securely? Can you just be like, call me securely? No, because Egon called me and Egon was like mad that it turned out I was on core hall. Yeah. It has okay. to be secure on both sides, I think. That's okay. my understanding. Science or something. But I, I, it's better to call Jimmy anyway, because otherwise like I have to deal with Stepman trying to understand my street wisiness. Uh, okay, so did you give me a difficulty? Three purples. And you still have a black just because it's a crowded, crowded ship. And there's a lot of distractions. All right. So I, I hear, this is Jimmy. And then it turns out it's just his answering machine. You launch into a, a plea like, you'd like to leave a message. <laughs> Please head over to Joe Ray's bar and leave your message with him. And pick up a drink while you're there. Uh, all right, I failed. So let's start this conversation and I can very poorly try to communicate what I need. Okay. So to the response, uh, this is Jimmy. What Imogen says, I think she's not like strained out. Her strain situation is totally fine, actually. It's just that she's wounded. Yep. So she is like, it's not really good to talk this way, but I need to know if there's any place that things that shouldn't be found can go because we had to already do the thing that you were going to have the other people do, but we things got out of control and we have- What, what? Imogen, slow down, slow down. What's what's going on? Things have happened with things. <laughs> this isn't secure, but I need to talk to you because we have the people. You didn't have to. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. We're called Lost and Found, not Scout. Are you safe right now? And then he probably hears me shout over to Lily, Are we out of range? Did you get high enough? Did we? You're out of range of the missile turrets. Yep. Right. But, I mean, you're carrying highly important right. 
Dominion prisoners, like, there's a very good chance they're gonna call in, like, the Air Force. Yeah, they, they, they could scramble things, and, and we don't have, we don't have enough life support to, to head into deep space. Okay, so you asking for this openly, you're trying to get this clear across to Jimmy. He wants those prisoners as well. It's like, hell, anywhere I tell you now, they can, they can listen in, they can get there before I can. If there's not a safe house, then kind of what we need is we need, like, coordinates in the wilderness that we, like, just camp out until someone can come rescue us. Uh, yeah, I think he tells you, like, you just, just just lay low. Lay low until we can make secure contact. And how are we going to do that? I guess I can have Lily and, uh, when there's a bit more time, Lily and, uh, was it Von Heel Hawken? Was he the... Professor Von Heel Hawken. Yeah. Okay. I I Look, if I give you coordinates, you're as good as dead. Dominion will be there before we, we can. Before you can. All right. We'll figure out something. Check in when you find a safe place. Aye. Sorry about the inconvenience. <laughs> You're trying to do right. Stay safe. All right. She hangs up. And, okay, this is, this is going to be ridiculous. And I know this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. But this is what she's going to do. To the guy who's on the computer, Heelhawken, she says to him. Vaughn Heelhawken. Professor? Yes. I need you to do what you can on this computer to see if you can bring up anything cloaking related. Cloaking? And then she's going to go into her room and she's going to grab the like cloaking hand gauntlet-y thing and the reactor pack that she has from the the suit. You want to try to crazy put all this together? And she's going to like tell people to back up to the wall so she can open the floorboard. She's going to drop down to like where our power core thing is. And she's going to, like, mad scientist hook everything up and, like, put the gauntlet. While you're flying, unlimited resources. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she's going to put the, the cloaking glove thing on. She's going to try to cloak the ship. Ah. Uh, okay. I'm going to take every piece of random tech I've accumulated and psionic capability I have acquired, and I'm going to attempt to cloak the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to bring the Zerg heart in? Because that's the only thing. Get some more juice in there. Yeah, someone's poking the Zerg heart. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Jimmy doesn't take my call, so uh, I call the Queen of Blades instead. I mean, that's a secure <laughs> line. For all you know, she's got agents on Korhal. That's true. I could be like, uh, I have a pamphlet right here, which might tell us where Neiman was going. I haven't looked at it yet. It's probably speckled with my blood now. Probably. Okay, you ask Elok and like, do whatever cloaking things he can. Well, because like I think that might be one of the capabilities of the vessel that we haven't unlocked. Oh, that you could cloak the science vessel. I don't know. Like, I know some ships can do it, and... Right. And he seems to have good computer skills, so I'm just like, if... You, like, toss this to him, he's got his pipe out. Ah! Ghost cloaking technology. Just, uh, just a single hand, though. Uh, no, no. I was telling him, like, the computer bank. We had to, like, have special codes to unlock to, like, right. gain access to those. Right, right, right. Saffron does not have the hardware for that kind of cloaking. Okay. So that, that is not a thing you can unlock, but I'm on board with crazy mad scientist plan to try to jury rig this, what is just a glove for a temporary cloaking. Right. It'll probably blow up the glove and maybe the reactor and maybe the science vessel. And the arm in the glove too. Yeah, that's a good chance. I mean, but that's why I have the mini reactor along to help. Yeah, that'll definitely help. Yes. Yeah, so he says, I think that could work uh, for a short amount of time at least. Might buy us just the time we need. You're gonna do some hell of something to power that. And uh, it'll be very difficult to keep it uh, stable. 
Meanwhile, I am shouting to Lily to look over the map and, and find a secluded place for us to head to. Like, if we can get a cloak thing in place, we need a destination to go to that will have enough, like, wildlife for you to survival us alive. Yeah. Lily, give me an average survival check. You're scanning through the options. You're up there with Sally. She's just like, thank you. Thank you for, not just for saving me, but helping me remember who I was. Ugh, it's so hard. She, like, her voice is kind of low, like, I think the Dominion re-socialized me. Ugh, sucks. Where are we in the timeline? Am I looking for a place? You're looking for a place to land that's safe. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if I could talk or if I was looking. No, I mean, you can talk. You're talking with Sally. Okay. So, um, see if you have a tattoo. Like, she gets, like, a mirror. Yeah, yeah, that's what that is. I didn't want to believe it. Well, I got a success, an advantage, and one triumph. One triumph? You think there is a safe place? One of the few, uh, kind of like, uh, rolling hills, so it's not as dry. Uh, and there's some trees in the area, so there's a good chance there's a place to hide in some wildlife that might provide. Oh, yeah, that pl- it has, like, a magnetic field weirdness or some iron in the thing, so... Oh, and you have the triumph. So it's not harder to detect or something? You'll be much harder to detect there. So I think that's going to give Imogen a boost. An upgrade, I should say. Okay. So, what you are trying to do is uh, daunting Imogen. Four purples. And I'm going to upgrade. Spend my last story point. That's a red and three purples. However, and this is a mechanics check, does Mad Inventor do something specific? I don't have it. You don't have it. Okay, never mind. And is this a mechanics check and then a psionics thing will also be required? Yes. Okay. But it sounds like we have all the story points. You do have all the story points. So first is mechanics check. Is Von Heelhawken mechanically inclined as well? Uh, he's just giving you the capability to do this. Okay. Lily gave me an upgrade, right? Yes. Uh, that's on your psionics check. Okay, that's on the next one. Yeah, I have an advantage and a triumph. The advantage could turn into a blue die, if you like. Okay, and this is the mechanics part, so the toolkit can also help. The toolkit can help. And this is going to consume... The mini reactor? There's a chance it'll consume the reactor. I think it's going to consume the glove. Okay. Like, it's going to be way too powerful for it. Like, it's going to be a short-term cloaking. Such that they won't see where you go, and then you'll have the ship off, and you'll be safe. Right. So, normally the cloaking glove is two purples to use. Is this also going to be two purples? Uh, no, there's going to be some extra difficulties uh, added onto the cloaking glove. Alright. So this is consuming my power armor reactor. Uh, your power armor reactor, that's going to give you another blue die. Okay. And I'm going to spend a story point. And there was no black dice, right? No. One threat and five successes. Six successes. Yes, you have a crazy scheme that works. Saffron, no, you'll you'll take a strain from this. It's going to hurt a little bit. And you have to power on this cloaking glove and get it to expand out. So normally it's two purples, right? Yeah. So this will be three purples because you're sort of encompassing a wider range. It's normally two purples and a black die. Yes, and there's going to be a black die. An additional one? Nah, if there's already a black die, that's fine. Okay, so three purples and one black die. Correct. Lily has given me an upgrade. Yes, you still have story points. I'm gonna have to use a story point. There's nobody who can aid me here. 
I mean, do you ask around and like, hey? No. Any of you psionic? No, because I, I don't think I ever like say that out loud. No, I don't think so. Like I say something about cloaking, but I don't say. It's known that there's vehicles that can cloak with the right technology, and the people who fly them are not generally ghosts. Right. So I don't draw attention to the facts. Yeah, so mad science is in fact a more plausible explanation for this than Imogen is a secretly a ghost. Okay. I jam myself with my last Imogen stim. In case you pass out from nosebleeds. And then I attempt to cloak all of Saffron. And unfortunately, I already used my natural earlier in the day. We have a failure with four advantages. Failure with four advantages. Can you cloak part of Saffron? Uh, I don't think that's super useful. I will say, like, you haven't consumed your components, for sure. Such that I could try again? Uh, you just don't have enough power. You need some other source of power, like tapping into the ship itself. Like, you're using the SCV reactor. Right. You need to tap into the ship. What about that and the survival pod? Don't we have one of those? Oh, the... no, old red. How are you going to plug into that? It'll involve like sneaking like the alligator clips like out the escape pod and then like climbing over the- Again, while the ship is flying. Well, the thing is like, we can't risk being detected. Right. I can't risk knocking our ship out of the sky with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone needs to like go out there and like plug some wires in. Yeah. Just or just leave me with enough power that I have a couple of thrusters and I'll just crash gently. I mean that's a possibility too. That's also dangerous. And then we'll fix it up. We'll go scavenge. I'll come back with hydroless spines because that's what happens. Old red is a good idea, but someone needs to get out there and climb. How's the SCV suit? Well, she's using the reactor from it. Yeah. There. No, the reactor was a separate thing. The reactor was part of stuff to fix the SCV suit. Oh, okay. But, oh, we're not in space. Yeah, I mean, you're hurtling through the atmosphere. Yeah. Doable, adventurous. Can somebody fly? I can, I can do it. Uh, Sally says, like, she can, she can hold her steady. She wasn't as good a pilot as you were. All right. You tell everyone to hold on to something as you open up the gate. Yeah, I secure the alligator clips on this side and hand you the other half. You've got, like, a big uh, uh, extension cable, like, wrapped around you, like a bandolier. Okay. I think it's coordination. I think it's hard. I think there's a black die because you're hurtling through the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I had two advantages on my failed psionics roll. Were those used up by the fact that I still have all my stuff? You could take a blue die on your next attempt. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's coordination. Yep. This doesn't seem too bad. Oh, four successes, two advantages. Okay, you do not need another roll to get back. <laughs> uh, you do have to have the door open this whole time because you have this cable snaking out. So it's a little bit goofy. Sally's keeping it steady, but it's tough. But then why do we need all this life support? We've got the door open. <laughs> Fresh air. You need a life support? Probably because you got like 10 people crammed in this ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're plugged in, Imogen. You can feel some of the juice. Were her advantages consumed or not? No, you could get one blue die from them. All right. That was fun. I'll use the story point. The last story point. You've got some juice. Uh, the juice, I will say, will give you another upgrade. 
and you can retain the previous upgrade oh. that Lily gave you. Because you're still in the same area. Okay. I, mechanically, you shouldn't, but narratively, I think that makes more sense. Oh, amazing. Seven successes, no threats at all. No threats at all. That's good. That's very good, because it's been a time for a bloody nose. It is very stressful. It's like... <laughs> I, I was expecting to, like, burn off my arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's definitely a risk. Uh, you've had that happen before, I mean. Uh, yeah, Imogen, your whole world, like, blacks out almost for a second. You, you blind, you cannot see, and then it, it finally comes back. I've never actually used cloaking technology. No, no, you haven't. Uh, and at first it starts just on your arm, and you're like, yes, there's just a faint shimmer, and it's almost fascinating. Uh, but it's, it's hard, you have to stay very, very focused uh, to keep it going. Uh, and then you realize you need to push it out, draw some of that power through the glove. It's tingling uh, you the whole time as it does. But you manage to push it out to just like a generic sphere around uh, the ship. Most cloaking like is directly encapsulates a, a vehicle. But you've just got a generic bubble of cloak going on, which is uncommon. Well, you know, I'm not a computer. <laughs> uh, yes. Sphere is a little easier to picture. The glove is, like, heating up rapidly, you can tell, and you're not going to be able to sustain this for very long. So I'll need one hard pilot check, Lily, as you get back to the pilot seat. Uh, Sally can give you a blue die to assist. Is there a handling penalty because of the open hatch? Uh, yes, and there's a black die from the open hatch. But then there's a black die from Old Red. I don't have any other black dice. Correct. And you have a knack for piloting, don't you? Yeah. I think you're covered, then. Okay. I was just thinking about how Imogen's like all about hooking up biology and technology. It's true. We've got the heart. We did it with the Zerg. She just hooked herself up to a reactor and Old Red, which runs on Vespine or something. Yeah, I, I, I turned into a, a doctor mechanic. This was not <laughs> how I started out. Two successes and two advantages. Okay. You find a reasonable area. You know, a nice little clearing. There's even a couple trees near there. There's a stream not too far. And you're able to land proper this cloaked ship. It looks weird. The sensors are all haywire. Uh, but it is working. And you are able to get down. And as you do, you are detecting on your sensors a variety of Dominion uh, aircraft have been scrambled. I should say spacecraft properly. Since they don't bother having atmosphere specific. They're like crisscrossing everywhere. They were probably tracking you and just homing in your location, and then you went off the grid, and they lost sight of you. But they have a general area where you could be. Right. Imogen holds the cloak like as long as possible. Give me a resilience check. That's hard. And I'm going to upgrade this. And if Lily wants to like do actual real camo on the outside of the ship... Oh, yeah, I can try that. Yeah, a red and two purples on the resilience. Camo, I think, is three purples survival. Success with three threats. Three threats. Are these, like, psionic-y threats, or...? No, these are not psionic threats. These are just you pushing your body to the limit as you take way too much strain. I mean, I could have you take a crit with those three threats. That would be more interesting. I personally think that that's more appropriate. Yeah, let's do that. Roll on the crit table. Meanwhile, I'm doing the safe thing of camouflaging the ship. Yeah. One success. You managed to get some, some big branches and leaves and stuff. 
at least from the sky, it'll be hard to spot, you think? Yeah. On the ground, it's just, like, it's just way too big to really camouflage on the ground. Yeah, I didn't have enough time to do mud. All right, how's that crit coming? It's a 14. Uh, this is appropriate. Sudden jolt! Uh, it's an easy crit. You drop whatever you're holding. Uh, as the final surge of energy comes through, spikes through your arm, you drop the glove. The glove, like, disintegrates. Okay. Your reactor is spent, but is still technically... The mechanics are there, just like you would need to totally refuel it and probably give it a tune-up. Are you talking about for Old Red? Uh, no, for your your SCV reactor thing. Oh, okay. It's spent, but it could be... Re- That's like the hardware to burn fuel to do the right thing. It's just out of fuel. Okay. Old Red is probably spent, but not totally tapped out. Probably just needs some more gas and a good well, ride. you're not going to be taking it on reconnaissance runs, I guess. Mm-mm. No. All right. Imogen crawls out from the mess of technology and cabling and goes over to Lily. Sparks fly in the background. The door is still open. And she says, Dorian was there and he'll know we did this, but you can't call him. Dorian was where? (laughs) And seen. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Dorian? What? (laughs) Do what now? Uh, I think that's a good place to end it. How much XP do we get for, for doing the Raiders' job for them? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to give you 25 experience. was not expecting you to rescue uh, all the people. We could just join the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, you know, if we were playing the Star Wars system, it's like, oh, you just gained a ton of obligation, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have, we're definitely criminals now. <laughs> we were just... Oh, yeah, yeah. Small-time criminals before? We're, we're major criminals now. We weren't criminals before. Well, once the Dominion falls, then... Exactly. Now it's in our best interest to collapse the government that has yeah. made us criminals. So you're anarchists? <sighs> All right. <laughs> and now our camp out on Core Hall. Yeah, you know, your survival adventure. Yeah, with a bunch of political dissidents. A bunch of political dissidents. Can they really be... Uh... You know, how are they going to get along? Evading ground search crews. Maybe I'll, I'll have time to learn some of their philosophical perspectives to, to be able to know how the new government's going to go. <laughs> and it'll be another segment of What Can Durian Forgive? <laughs> Man. Look, you just got to convince him that the real crime was corruption. <laughs> I mean, he didn't see you run off with the prisoners. Yeah, but the guards did. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you could just blame Imogen. That's not what Lily's going to do. Yeah. I think it's part of her code, too. She doesn't lie to her friends. No, but uh, maybe we can at least make Durian understand that that was a corrupt facility. (laughs) Maybe. That'll be an interesting conversation. I mean, the lady did have me forge a death certificate before I left. Yeah, but I mean, he's dead or missing. Presumed dead. Discussion for another time, as uh, that phone call's not happening while people are searching Core Hall for us. I hope not, anyway. Or they'll home in on it. Potentially. Probably our phones have to be turned off. Yeah. Uh, that's a good idea. All right. Oh, Durian. Our relationship was fun <laughs> while it lasted. Just too different. <laughs> but I bring too many rules. He's a Dominion do-gooder.
She's a terrorist. <laughs> How will I go? That's okay, Lily. We've all overthrown governments. <laughs> you know, we've all overthrown a government or two in our time. I mean... listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using the Genesis role-playing system published by Edge Studio. Our GM was Daniel, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.